Welcome back to the World Skills Australia podcast, Work It Out. We are kicking off season two by chatting about what is often described as the pinnacle of the World Skills Australia journey, the international competition. We are fast approaching the 45th World Skills International. This competition will see 63 countries and 56 skills and an estimated 250,000 visitors. Next week, Team Australia will be flying out to Russia to partake in this Olympic S skills competition. This has been a long journey for the 15 young Australians and their experts, and today we have joining us someone very familiar with the Skillaroo's journey, Patrick Keating. Central Victoria's Patrick Keating is taking his skills in plumbing and heating to the rest of the world. It was in the 2019 Global Skills Challenge where Patrick really found his feet, taking home a bronze medal and a spot on the coveted 2019 Skillaroo's team. Patrick's quest for World Skills glory began almost five years ago, from his training at Bendigo TAFE and with the encouragement of his, his employer, Phoenix Plumbing and Solar Hot Water, he challenged some of the nation's best plumbers in the World Skills regional and national competitions. It was in the 2019 Global Skills Challenge where Patrick really found his feet, taking home a bronze medal and a spot on the coveted 2019 Skillaroos team. Patrick's journey is proudly supported by Reese. Apprenticeships have been an important part of the plumbing industry for as long as most of us can remember. Reese have been a huge supporter of hundreds of competitors through their regional, national and international journey here at WorldSkills Australia, and we can't thank them enough for their support. We are excited to have John Doig, Plumbing Business Development Manager from Reese. John has been with Reese for over 17 years, and his passion for plumbing is second to none, which is why he is sitting here today with Patrick. Patrick and John have become great friends, and John has been there to support him throughout his training not only great tools but great advice in the lead up to the international competition. We are excited to have John Doig, Plumbing Business Development Manager from Reese. John has been with Reese for over 17 years and his passion for plumbing is second to none, which is why he is sitting here with us today. John, Patrick, welcome to the Work It Out podcast. Now season two, we're mixing it up a little and I'm handing over my hosting crown to John. Thanks, Brenna. I appreciate your kind words. So, uh, g'day, Patrick. How are you? G'day, John. Good, thank you. And yourself? Oh, fabulous, mate. Patrick, you know, you come from Bendigo, and Bendigo is a country town in regional Victoria. Just interested to know what was it like growing up in regional Victoria? I think regional Victoria is an awesome place to grow up. Yeah, grew up in Bendigo most of my life, but I also grew up in the high country up in Omeo, quite near Mount Hotham. So, yeah, living in Bendigo and up there, um, always had the freedom to sort of work outside and do different jobs and explore the bush and everywhere around Victoria, basically. So I think doing that's pretty awesome growing up. Yeah, also before my plumbing journey started, I actually worked on a farm in between two family farms in Bendigo. And yeah, that gave me pretty good experience as well, leading into plumbing, I guess. Terrific. So speak about plumbing, what's your journey? How did you get into it? So as I was just saying then, I was working on a farm in school holidays a year 11 and 12 when I moved back to Bendigo at the start of year 11. So the farm is a neighbouring to Nan and Pop. So yeah, I was working with him for a while, but yeah, family sort of said you probably should get a trade in case like there's high and lows of farming. So when it's low, there's not really much work going around. So did work experience in year 12, yeah, doing year 12 VCAL at Bendigo Senior Secondary College, did work experience with Phoenix Plumbing, where I actually work right now. Yeah, did work experience with Phoenix Plumbing and yeah, sort of went from there, I guess. 
So uh, obviously you've had a crack at World Skills. What was the catalyst to make you want to actually be involved in World Skills and have a go? So yeah, World Skills started at TAFE. So TAFE sort of asked us on one Friday and said, uh, "Did you want to do World Skills?" And most class didn't really know what it was about. I was sort of intrigued by it, but still wasn't sure about it. But the TAFE teachers sort of followed it up with me bosses and said, did Patrick want to do it? And me boss put me up to it. So, yeah, went into the regionals in Bendigo, I think it's about two years ago now, and, yeah, just competed against my classmates and did very well there and sort of, yeah, that was about it that for that moment. But, yeah, then got the call up to go to Sydney to compete nationally and got a gold from there. So, yeah. World Skills journey sort of started at TAFE and then now as a skilleroo, getting the opportunity to go to Russia. So starting as a little competition at TAFE just against the schoolmates, never would I imagined going to Russia for plumbing. So when you did the mate versus mate, you then came out on top of those and uh, off to Sydney at the Darling Harbour and I was lucky enough to meet you up there. And I know one of the things that are interested, what really caught my eye with you is that how consistently even-tempered you were and how your quality of work was way up there. But when the pressure was on, when you actually had to do the time trial, you smashed that as well. So impressed me a lot. And it didn't surprise me that actually you got up and won. So well done. <laughs> so I know you've been working really hard over the off-season between, you know, when you did your world skills in 2017 and then the nationals in 18. So just tell us about all those other things you've been doing, the training behind and 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 that journey. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, there's a lot of involved in world skills, I guess, um, training aspect, but it's just to sort of bring up your level from national level of skill. So, yeah, progressing out of Australia, you got to get up to an international level. So, yeah, there's a lot of training involved. So over the last 12 months, pretty much, uh, I've been training with my training manager slash expert, Andrew Whalen. He's based in Goulburn. So that's about eight hours from Bendigo. So we actually meet up in Aubrey with ex-competitor and silver medalist in Calgary, Canada, Tyson Knight. Uh, We stay at his place and train in his work shed. So, yeah, we've done that every month since, like, so we've probably done about 12 training sessions up there. And, yeah, I've got a workstation set up at work as well. So at my work, we've got a big work shed. So work's actually put a spot away, I suppose, in the corner. And I've set up a wall and a frame there where I train all my bits and get up to an international level that hopefully will go well in Russia. So, Patrick, I know Andrew Whalen's been a huge influence on your journey. He impresses me a hell of a lot. Fill me in. So, yeah, Andrew's a pretty switch-on guy, I guess. He first met him at the Nationals. He was a chief judge, so he organised that. You probably had a bit to do with him then. Yeah, so him being the chief judge, he got the opportunity to be my trainer and expert. So his background is obviously a plumber, but he went through the world skills journey as a competitor over in St. Gallen, Switzerland, in 2003. So, yeah, coming through as a competitor, yeah, being in involved in world skills ever since and yeah this year I think his first year was in 2017 so we didn't have a competitor then because we didn't have a old enough oh no our competitor was too old so yeah I'm his first competitor I guess but yeah really switched on and definitely been there to lend a helping hand and guide me in the right way because yeah obviously not knowing how the international standard is he's been yeah very very good. One of the things about Andrew has impressed me because he every time he's looking for some new tools for you, he rings me. So we, we work together fairly closely, but his passion and his um, commitment to 
being involved in world skills is like first class. And I, I you know, personally, I just think you're really lucky to have him, but it, he's also very lucky to have you too, I think. Yeah, definitely. Like he spends a lot of time like researching up different materials, talking to you, like getting the different materials over to us. And he's always checking up on the forums and that, seeing what's new and yeah, relaying it to me. So he's pretty much, yeah, lives and breathes world skills at the moment. <laughs> he certainly does. And he's got a wife and small child as well, hasn't he? Yeah, he does. So it's a bit difficult jumbling those things, but yeah, he does it quite well. And yeah, I think they'll be glad for him to be home after Russia for a bit. But yeah, I suppose he might go on to the next one, which is in 2021 in China. I know he's pretty keen because we've already been talking about what the World Skills competition for next year as the Nationals is going to be. So yeah. And between um, what you do and what we do and what he does, I think we can come up with something pretty special for next time. I think we definitely can. So what are some of the things you've had to uh, to do so when you to for Russia so some of the materials and tools and, and are they different to what we use here in Australia? Yeah, definitely. So in Australia we're still on the imperial size of copper. So it's 12 mil, but internationally over in Europe it's 15 mil. So none of our bending tools or flaring tools or any tools will fit it. Even the fittings obviously are different. So adapting to the different materials and benders, I suppose, has been a bit of a challenge. But thankfully to Rothenberger through Reese, they've kindly donated a lot of tools that are similar, well, are the exact same that we're using over in Russia. So, yeah, it's been really good having support from Rothenberger, given all this, these tools to train with. Otherwise, we'd pretty much have no hope if we were just training on our tools because we wouldn't. there's different sizes, different radiuses, passovers are different whenever you're soldering it reacts different because you've got a more bigger area to heat up. So, yeah. Hey, it's Brenna. Sorry for interrupting the podcast, but I just wanted to let you know if you want to find out more about WorldSkills Australia, you can head to our website. It's just worldskills.org.au or find us on Facebook and Instagram as worldskillsau. So how many hours a week do you actually put in for training? Yeah, probably eight hours some days on a Saturday and probably five or something on Sunday and then a few hours after work, um, each day after work, so... Quite a few hours involved. Wow. I've got a couple of questions. What do your mates think? Mates think it's an awesome opportunity that I'm doing. Yeah, they all think it's pretty awesome that just a plumber from Bendigo is going over to Russia of all places. So, yeah, they're pretty supportive. So, yeah, I think it's pretty good. Cool. And you mentioned Global Skills. Can you explain what that is? What is it? So Global Skills Challenge is basically a mock international competition to see where our level is up. So it's basically plonked halfway between when we're selected from nationals to when we go internationally. And it's just a competition over four days to mimic the international to see what standard we're up to, to whether we can go to Russia or we're not good enough to go. So it's sort of a deciding factor. So there's a lot riding on global skills for me and the rest of the team Australia. And yeah, over four days, I was lucky enough to come around away with a bronze and yeah, got selected as a skilleroo to go to Russia. But, yeah, at the Global Skills, there was nine other countries in my category. So 10 of the ten of the competitors that will be there in Russia was a pretty good experience to see what, what the level was and what the level I needed to be at and sort of... So that must have been a proud moment for you, no doubt. Yeah, it was a pretty proud moment because, like, we've been training for six months and if I didn't go as well there, like, the journey's over and there's a lot of disappointment, a lot of money sort of lost because, yeah, Reese had put in a lot of money for it. So I was a little bit concerned, but, yeah, all I had to do was sort of 
do my best and I knew I'd come out pretty So good. considering the time frame you were doing training before the global skills, how do you feel after you've done the global skills then went to Russia? How much has your ability increased or your actual you know, skill set to take on when you get to Russia in the real competition? How far have you progressed? Is it like percentage-wise? Have you really smashed it in the last half or, or what? Yeah, definitely. Like I suppose if you look at me from the start to now, especially over this last weekend of training, I sort of there's not much more training I really think I can do. But yeah, I think the standards sort of increased. Like never would I thought two years ago I'd be plumbing at this level. I guess so. Yeah, I don't know percentage wise, but yeah, significantly. So right up there, right yeah. up there. Yeah, good on you. I love that. So you're about to represent Australia. You're about to go and like represent plumbing in the world, how do you feel? Well, it's a bit weird. You you don't start an apprenticeship, especially in regional Victoria, like in Bendigo, to think you're going to go overseas. So it's a bit weird, I suppose, representing your country and plumbing, but really taking an opportunity on board and, uh, yeah, definitely going to do my best. Perfect. And have you been overseas before? No. So I've been to Russia once this year. So we went over to the Russian Nationals in the end of May, I think it was. So we went over and their nationals, we only went over for training and that was actually the first time I'd ever been overseas. And Kazan is where they had the World Cup final in the soccer, is that right? Yeah, that's right, I think, yeah. And are you? Are they using the similar facilities over there for that or not? So the World Cup stadium in Kazan we're actually using for the opening and closing ceremony, I'm pretty sure, but the actual event that all the plumbing categories are being held in is actually they've made a purpose-built big expo. It's called Kazan Expo out near the airport. They've purpose-built all these big buildings just for world skills. So, yeah, a lot of money's been thrown into it and, yeah, they're going to come out fighting and Team Russia's going to come out fighting. I'm sure they will. (laughs) So what would you say to the current plumbers are actually trying out for the regional competitions around Australia. You know, what do you want to tell them from you, your experience of being through it? Just give us an insight. So, yeah, apprentices looking at entering in world skills at a regional level, I definitely say give it a go because you're definitely going to get something out of it. So even like just the experience in a competition sense against your mates and usually at a regional level, there's a few tools on offer too. So no matter how you go, like no matter how we went at my regionals, we got a socket set and a tool bag and that through Reese, I think it was. So you're definitely going to get something out of it. And then, yeah, if you go really well, you get opportunity to go to nationals. So, yeah, definitely take every opportunity that comes along because, yeah, if you don't do it, you're never going to do it because you only got to a certain age. Good on you. And just reflecting back on the nationals, how did you feel when you turned up there and there was 15 <laughs> other competitors all wanting that gold medal and then you go, well, you know, is it time to step up for Patrick or are you just going to do what you do? Yeah, so I rocked up to the Nationals, yeah, going really well at regionals, but going up against 15 other competitors in Australia, I'm like, surely there's someone better out there than me. Like, I'm just a country boy from Bendigo in this national competition. Like, surely there's someone better, but just went in and did my best and went about it. Like, I normally would at work, just... Each little project comes along, you do that. you got so much to do each day. So, yeah, just went through the processes I do at work. And, yeah, I was pretty surprised when I got called up on stage and then got the gold medal handed around my neck. I was, yeah, pretty dumbfounded and, yeah, probably the best best opportunity and best achievement I've done so far. So I've, um, where do you see plumbing in 2030? Plumbing in 2030. Um, I'm looking ahead to the future because that's where you're going. It's <laughs> like you're the next level of, you know, right up there, plumbers. 
So yeah, there's definitely not going to be robots because most of our work, like we're always going to be in work and there's that much housing and that going on. So yeah, it's definitely going to be work in that aspect. And I think in the plumbing products as such, um, they're always like, especially Reese developing with the B press and all that, which is a copper press fit system. But I think they're just going to keep evolving, I suppose, and making it easier for us, easier piping systems and... But yeah, there's always going to be jobs for plumbers, so we're always going to be around in 2030. So to finish off with, I would just want to wish you all the best, Patrick. I've been on your journey. We've been to various events together and enjoyed the friendship. And I think you've got a big future ahead of you. I think you're very level-headed. You're very mature for your age. And I, I actually believe in you that you'll actually go to Russia and you're going to go and give it one hell of a go. So yeah. good luck, mate. Well done. Thank you, John. And yeah, I'd like to say thanks to Reese for been on the journey since regional all the way to like Russia basically. So been really supportive anytime we needed tools or fittings, like you just book them up, send it out to us, no questions asked. So, and yeah, also Rothenberger, which is on Reese's side, um, they're exclusive to Reese. So any tooling we've needed, they're actually sponsoring the main event. So yeah, definitely thank you to you, John. And yeah, thanks for all your help and expertise. So it's been awesome. Good on you, mate. High five. Thank you. <laughs> That was such a great chat, guys. I always remember the saying that I've seen on a Reese post, and I think John actually has coined it with something that he says a lot, and it's doctors cure diseases, plumbers prevent diseases. And I think that really sums up the passion that we've heard today from Patrick and John. So thank you to Reese for being a longtime friend and supporter of World Skills, and John for hosting the World Skills podcast today. Patrick, from all of us at World Skills, and those listening, we wish you and the team all the best in Russia. We'll catch you next time on the World Skills Australia Work It Out podcast.